info. That's FraudNY.com. WHAM, Rochester. Get your new roof at TonyTheRoofer.com. First, fast, accurate. Rochester's news, weather, and traffic station. News Radio, Good morning. It's 10 o'clock, partly cloudy and 43 in downtown Rochester. I'm Todd Halliday on News Radio Wham 1180. This news is a service of Rochester Personal Defense. Spirit Airlines is blaming a labor dispute for flight cancellations that caused some passengers to boil over with anger. Several people were arrested last night at Florida's Fort Lauderdale Airport after apparently shouting and pounding the counter. Spirit is blaming its pilots union for its problems, and a spokesman says executives are shocked and saddened. Polls have closed in South Korea's election for its next president, and reporter Don Kirk has more on the projected winner. Liberal labor lawyer Moon Jae-in has won a landslide victory in South Korea's special presidential election on promises of dialogue and reconciliation with North Korea, plus economic reforms, including 800,000 new jobs. Moon told a wildly cheering crowd his election shows people's desperation for change after the ouster and arrest of Park Geun-hae, the woman who narrowly defeated him nearly five years ago. There's no word of any arrests in a fatal shooting last night on Rochester's northwest side. The shooting happened shortly before 9.30 on Glendale Park near Dewey Avenue. By the time police got there, the victim was gone. But the 22-year-old man was brought by private vehicle to Rochester General and was pronounced dead a short time later. Dave Allen, News Radio, Wham 1180. In just the last hour, city police have released the name of that victim. He was 22-year-old city resident Larry Morales. A Wyoming County man has been arrested for the alleged sexual abuse of a child 15 months ago in Gainesville. James Dell of Silver Springs is charged with sexual abuse and child endangerment. The alleged abuse involved a child under 11 years old. Lake Ontario's rising water level is breaking records. The water level now above 248 feet 4 inches, and the waves have eroded away some lakefront property. In Orleans County, a stretch of Thompson Drive has buckled along the water's edge in Kendall, and that road is now closed. A popular tourist attraction in the Thousand Islands has delayed its season opening because of high water there. Bolt Castle on the St. Lawrence River is pushing back its 2017 opening because of rising water levels. The castle was supposed to have opened this past weekend. The Thousand Islands Bridge Authority, who operates the castle, said in a statement on their Facebook page that the docks where many tour boats drop anchor are now underwater. The castle is expected to be open for the season this weekend, but only if water levels allow. Kevin Shank, News Radio Wham 1180. A bill to fight a surge in gang killings is now headed to the New York State Assembly. The state Senate approved that plan yesterday. It calls for defining criminal street gangs, giving prosecutors more power to make their case, and it beefs up penalties for gang members and puts money into prevention programs. Long Island has seen at least 11 gang-related deaths in just the last six months. Gas prices in our area have dropped slightly, even though higher prices are expected once the summer travel season really begins. Lindsay Hawkins at AAA says prices dropped two cents a gallon since last week, and she says the drop may be related to lower crude prices. Oil prices are down um, to below $50 a barrel, so that is great news. Um, you know, maybe... <laughs> 
We'll see. Um, it's kind of hard to tell right now with gas prices. Hawkins says prices elsewhere were lower, too, which also may be due to a typical lull in demand between Easter and Memorial Day. And the Potter Historic District in Fairport is being considered for the list of state and national historic places. Yesterday, the governor announced that the Potter Estate is one of a handful of nominations in the state for historic status. If that 21-building, 16-acre property is approved for the state's list of historic places, then it will be nominated for national recognition. Checking the News Radio Wham 1180 ESL 30-minute ticker, the Dow is up 31 points at 21,043. The Nasdaq's up 27 at 6130. News Radio Wham 1180 time 1004. Radio Wham 1180 traffic. Right now, an accident in Pittsburgh from the Salino and Barnes Traffic Center. If you've been hurt in a car accident, don't wait to call eight. In Pittsburgh on Pittsburgh Menden Road at Pebble Creek Lane, a rollover accident there. Also, 390 South at Lexington Ave, an earlier rollover being cleared. Also on 390 northbound, you've got a construction delay. Lehigh Station Road to Culkins Road, the left lane is closed. Watch for a backup to the thruway. I'm Jeff Wise for News Radio Wham 1180. This report is brought to you by Staples. When it comes to technology, go to Staples. Staples has the latest HP and Dell PCs at low prices every day. Plus, when you buy a new PC or printer at Staples, you'll get 30 days of tech support free. See store or staples.com slash tech services for details. Staples, it's pro time. Trending on Wham 1180. Trump Care 2. The House bill is not going to be. Not going to be the bill that is put in front of the president. Stay informed. Health care problem for people. By staying connected. The sanctuary cities have to end. Texans expect us to keep them safe. Get a news feed. The French have chosen a new president. Follow those stories and more on News Radio Wham 1180. This Mother's Day, thank Mom for being the special hero in your life with a gift card from the Spa at the Del Monte. Gift cards are available at the Spa, online at delmontespa.com, or phone 419-3000. A gift card from the Spa at the Del Monte. What a better way to say, Mom, my hero is you. News Radio Wham 1180 Weather, brought to you by William Matar. Hurt in a car? Call William Matar. The weather for today, we're going to see quite a few clouds for a lot of the day. Occasionally, there will be some breaks of sunshine working in. Highs today will only get up to about the lower 50s. For tonight, starting off mainly cloudy, then the skies start to open up a little bit, and that's going to allow temperatures to drop back by quite a bit. We'll drop down to the low to mid-30s. There is a frost advisory in effect for the Rochester area, so a very cold night with some frost is possible for us. And then for tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, but still cool. Nice day, though. High temperatures tomorrow in the mid-50s. From the 13 Wham Weather Authority, I'm meteorologist Marty Snyder on Rochester's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio Wham 1180. Downtown, it's partly cloudy and 43. Another hour with Bob Lonsberry starts now. And for breaking news 24-7, like us on Facebook at Wham 1180. I'm Todd Halliday, News Radio Wham 1180. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. And troops, I appreciate you showing up for muster. Hope all is cool and copacetic on your end. Are to be joined by a, a mayoral candidate, a former police chief, the great Jim Shepard. Morning, sir. How are you? Very good, sir. How about you? Good, good, good. You look like a million bucks. Always do. Very professional. And that that attitude of being a professional, being uh, the best you can be in all situations, that's sort of your life ethic, isn't it? It's interesting you bring that up. You know, my uh, great-grandmother and my grandparents, great-aunts and all that, uh, they worked in menial jobs, but when they left the house... They were impeccable. You know, they wore white uniforms. They had white shoes. I thought they were like nurses or something. And I uh, learned out later in life when I was probably like a teenager that they went to people's houses and cleaned them. But the point was they went out of the house in a certain way. Then my father being in the military, that was the same thing with him. You know, he always dressed, pressed in the nines, shoes always shined, looking great, 
um, at times I never knew that at uh, one point in his life after he retired from the military that he was working in a hotel basically being like a bellboy. But he always presented himself in a certain way. So I came up believing that that's very important. How does that help a person? Um, I think in terms of how you look and how you dress and how you carry yourself, uh, it opens doors. I think sometimes when, when people meet you, sad part is, you know, you uh, jump to conclusions or you uh, reach a perception about somebody and it can be wrong. So I think it's important that if you want to at least start off <laughs> in a good place, you, you want to present that first impression in a well, um, in a well way. You know, uh, we've just come through the Democratic designation process with the committees, and there was a, a, a sign people took a picture of and sent out on social media of this last committee meeting, uh, and it, it, it assailed your wife and her politics. Um, and, and, and there have been uh, things uh, from supporters of Lovely Warren earlier on that assailed your, your wife for her race. Um, uh, what about your wife and, and, and her role in this campaign, sir? Well, obviously, she's my wife. She's my support. She's the the rock that you know keeps me going. Um, I think that if uh, didn't have that support, I wouldn't want to continue to do this. Um, I think in terms of politics, I don't think that should be um, part of the dialogue in terms of you know your family or anything like that. Um, at the end of the day, I can't control what other people do. I know what I'm going to do, and you know as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's about the issues. It's about you know what somebody has done or has not done, and it's not about uh, you know their family or their children. So, amen. Um, and it's best if people keep their nose out of other people's stuff like that. Well, this is a rhetorical question. Why did you marry your wife? Because uh, I was in love with my wife. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't uh, ask politics. I didn't say, you know, where do you stand? How are you registered? How are you going to vote? Um, I don't think we've ever talked uh, politics. And, you know, I grew up at a time, too, you know, like, again, I grew up in the 60s, and uh, my parents never talked their politics. Um, their friends never talked politics. We didn't talk politics in the home. Nobody commented on what was on TV. And you didn't really care about somebody's politics. Today we're in this place where everything is based on where, where you stand on this issue. And if we don't agree, we're enemies. And I don't really think that I want to live my life that way. I believe that, you know, everybody has differences and differences of opinions. And there's places where we align. And that's what we should be looking for. Where do we align on certain issues? And that's where you uh, establish your relationships. But right now we're in a tough time where every little disagreement leads to people saying, I can't have a conversation with you, I don't want to associate with you, I don't like you. And uh, and I think that's not good for us as a nation because we weren't founded on that. We weren't founded on our differences, we were founded on our similarities. Speaking with Jim Shepard, candidate for mayor of the city of, of Rochester, the, the fact that you fell in love with a white woman, does that mean that you disrespect black women? No, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think if you talk to anybody who's married to anyone or anybody who's in a relationship where they really care about that other person, they... Um, fell in love for various reasons. It could be the, the kindness of their heart. It could be the fact that, you know, when they were in a certain place in their life, that that was what they really needed. Um, and then once they connected with that person, they found out that, you know what, we're better together than we are apart. And then you marry and you have kids and, and you go through life. Um, I, I don't think that should be one of the factors. And if you really think about it, if you look at the world today, you know, so much of it is homogenized that uh, to make that an issue, it's really um, going in the wrong direction. And your wife, a last question, she's been engaged her life in a profession of service also. It's interesting you bring up the service orientation because, you know, my mother was a uh, nursing assistant, then became a uh, LPN, and then a nurse, and, you know, went through that place. And that's where I was raised up in terms of service. And the same thing with my wife. She uh, wanted to help others. You know, very early in her life, she decided that, you know, she was a volunteer uh, ambulance out there in uh, Wayne County. From that, she uh, went to the professional paid services and uh, 
continues to do that, continues to love her job. You know, whenever I run into somebody who's in, interacted with her relative to work, they say she's, one, phenomenal, and two, she's so involved and so caring. She's an ambulance person and has been her whole life. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, being there when people are sick um, and in trouble and hurting, comforting them, sometimes holding their hands as they leave this life. She's uh, been engaged in an act of service. You know, one of the things that, you know, people ask me, what is your hobby? You know, I always talk about riding a motorcycle. And uh, me and her used to ride motorcycles together. And, you know, that was sort of ended due to the fact that doing that work of, you know, being an ambulance uh, person, EMT, medical person, um, you come across these accidents and you realize the dangers of, you know, riding on those two wheels. And, and now she refuses to get on a motorcycle. So it's it's a, you know, being a police officer is a tough job. <laughs> and being a, a first responder, you know, in the medical field is also very tough. hundred percent. Speaking with Jim Shepard, uh, candidate for mayor of the city of Rochester. Uh, also some uh, uh, criticism of you relative to your past registration for voting or, or stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that... Um, has been brought to the attention of uh, in this uh, campaign is the fact that, you know, Shepard, last time he registered was in 1980. I tell people I voted at the time. I voted for Jimmy Carter. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. whoa. I what? Knew that was going to come up. What? But, what? Uh, Barry, it's over. Start playing music, okay? <laughs> Shep is out of here. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> and at the time, uh, you know, uh, Reagan won. And, and at the same time, right after that, I went into the, the police department. You know, I think the election was in November of 1980. I became a police officer in January of 81. And at that point in time, I two things happened. One, I felt, you know, disenfranchised from the whole political thing. But at the same time, becoming in the law enforcement, I just saw no place for my politics to be part of that job. And I, and I still feel that way in a sense that, you know, you look at some of the things that's going on in the country today where they're saying, you know, this happened because of the politics or this happened because of the politics. Law enforcement and law uh, public safety should not be politically driven, and I say that from from the perspective that, you know, I know you. You're you're more conservative than I am, but that doesn't mean that if I were to come across you, that I'm going to arrest you because of your politics, and then I'm going to let somebody else go because of their politics. And so, I felt that it was very important for me to be neutral in my own heart, as opposed to people calling into uh, doubt where I stood on certain issues. Um, and you, so you, you didn't register through the course of your law enforcement career. As some people say, I think the line is, he didn't even vote for Barack Obama. You didn't help make the, the, this first African-American gentleman uh, president. W- what about that? Well, the fact of the matter is, Barack, Barack Obama uh, ran in 2008. Barack Obama won. Uh, I think uh, in terms of uh, he was there for eight years. Obviously, the, the American people spoke, and, and he was elected twice. Um, I don't think it's a matter of me saying, you know, Barack is higher level than somebody else. Barack is a man just like anybody else, and he's to do his role as a, as a person of color. But at the end of the day, um, it's the same regardless of, you know, I don't say I should have voted more for Barack as opposed to having voted for somebody else. He, he somehow got by without you. Turn, I mean, turned out okay. <laughs> no, and it worked out, and I, and I was proud of him. I mean, you know, I grew up, again, I'll go back to the 60s where they told you, you know, anybody in this room can be president of the United States, you know, when you were in, like, kindergarten first mm-hmm. second third grade and whether you believed it or not um he showed it you know and i think if it's true for anybody who reaches that level you know um you're raised to believe that you know if you put your mind to a, a task and you are consistent and committed you can make it happen and he proved that and i think in terms of people of color african-americans uh, him reaching that level of um achievement 
also helps them believe in themselves, and I think that's important. We're speaking with Jim Shepard. We'll take a break. Be back in just a moment on News Radio Wham 1180. At the top end, 30 minutes past the hour. Nuclear war. North Korea. Matters to Russia. me. Bad news for the world. The president of the United States. I am paying more attention to the news out. If it matters to you, be informed. It matters to me most. It matters to us. News Radio Wham 1180. Tom, I don't understand. Where does Billy get all of these cars? Well, you've got to understand, he's not just statewide. He's worldwide. Mm. I mean, he can find cars when nobody else can, and he brings them all back here for Youth 2017, both new and pre-owned vehicles in just about every price range, and he's outdone himself this year. Oh, every time I walk on the lot, cars, trucks, SUVs, minivans, luxury vehicles for less, a huge selection to choose from, and the savings right now during Youth 2017, they're out of this world. Hey, speaking of the See world. See what I did there? 86 days, 20 different cities, you stop by and register at any Fusillo dealership, no purchase necessary, or you register online. I've never seen it this huge. Two trips. Billy is giving away two trips during Hugeathon 2017. Now is the time to buy. Stop in and see us. We're open seven days a week for your convenience. Yes, on Sunday. And we always want to make sure your experience is huge. Mother's Day is this Sunday, and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special. 100 stunning blooms for mom, plus a free glass face for $19.99, plus shipping and handling. Go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner, and enter the secret code 5454. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this Friday. With fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and unique vases and accessories that mom will love, Pro Flowers has everything you need to get your Mother's Day shopping done for all the moms you know. Order now from Pro Flowers to get huge sales. Savings. You pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed or your money back. 100 colorful blooms sent fresh from the fields and guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days starting at $19.99. And we'll include a free glass vase. Hurry, Mother's Day is this Sunday and this incredible special expires this Friday. The only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 5454. That's proflowers.com secret code 5454. Do you need an x-ray, mammogram, ultrasound, or another diagnostic imaging test? Visit Rochester Regional Health's brand new Bay Creek Imaging right on Empire Boulevard in Webster. We offer comprehensive state-of-the-art imaging services for men, women, and children. And we have extended hours, including Saturdays. Call 585-922-X-RAY or go to rochesterregional.org slash Imaging. Why does a local museum rely on Tompkins Bank of Castile? Because they employ local people. They serve local customers. They improve their local community. They make decisions locally. And so do we. Talk to the Tompkins Financial Family about banking, insurance, and wealth management. Tompkins Bank of Castile. Locally focused, a world of possibilities. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hey, it's John Tesh. Replace your old, worn-out windows with one of America's most trusted brands, Renewal by Anderson. As the only company that offers a start-to-finish signature service window replacement process, Renewal by Anderson has installed over 50,000 windows in western New York. They use Fibrex material, which outperforms any other product on the market to date. For your free in-home consultation, call Renewal by Anderson at 563-3533. Simply go online to RenewalByAnderson.com. A better way to a better window. 
The Lonsbury Show on News Radio Wham 1180 is sponsored by Rochester's favorite pizzeria, Salvatores.com. Since 1978, the same quality, service, and portion sizes only at Salvatores.com. Well, welcome back, friends. We're speaking with Jim Shepard, Democrat candidate for mayor of the city of Rochester. He giving me some uh, uh, a tutorial on cell phone usage, uh, smartphone usage in the uh, uh, break. Um, it's one of those, oh, that's what that's for. Thank you, sir. Uh, your background particularly qualifies you uh, to have insight in matters uh, of law enforcement. How is public safety uh, in Rochester right now? How's the Rochester Police Department and, and its leadership doing right now? Well, I think in terms of um, public safety, obviously this city has struggled with you know violence and crime uh, for a very long time. I think that in terms of you know where the department is right now, I think that they're uh, they're in a rough place. And I say they're in a rough place. You know, you look at the the videos, you look at the suspensions, you look at some of the things that have uh, occurred over the last uh, few weeks. And I think that in terms of the organization, it's probably in stress. And I say in stress. You know, I went through the early '90s when the department was in stress, and it does have a, a it has an immediate impact, but it has a lingering impact as well. Any sense of uh, morale? That I don't know, and I and I'll tell you why I don't know. I've, when I left the police department, I, I made a point of not trying to reach back into the organization and you know get people to tell me how are things, tell me this, you know what are problems, how do you like this guy or anything like that. I didn't feel that that was my place, and I didn't want to put people on the spot because I'll tell you this: if if I were still in the police department and somebody were to ask me how's everything, I'd say it's great, you know, just because. Right. You right. You know what I mean? You, you you put your wall up and you say yes, everything's good, and so I would not put somebody in that place where I'm going to ask them how things are and give me the inside scoop. Um, I think where you notice it, if you're going to notice it, is in how people interact or they don't interact or how hard they work or, or don't work. And, and I think the community will be able to make that assessment. I don't know if this is something that one would say while uh, still a candidate, but if elected, sir, would you make any leadership changes at the police department? I'll be honest with you. I have not um, gone through that dance. You know, so often people will say, well, you know, when I'm in charge, I'm going to do this. Or if uh, I win the election, I'm going to do these uh, moves and put these people in place. I have uh, focused my efforts um, on the short-term steps, you know what I mean? Okay, going through designation, done. Now we're headed to the primary, get it done. Then we're going to go to the general, get it done. And at that point, now you start thinking about, okay, what will you do? Um, how would you build your administration? Um, the, uh, the, the designation process, the committee process, uh, how did that play out? Um, going into this whole exercise, we assumed that uh, – the incumbent mayor would win the designation as they should just by the fact that they're in place. Um, but at the same time, we realized that the community uh, was looking for change and we saw a great opportunity to uh, help stimulate that change. At the end of the day, uh, the designation process has not uh, resulted in, you know, a mayor over the last 30 years taking that designation to a victory. And so we feel that uh, the, the Democrat committees, um, while their party has produced the mayor, the Democrat committees have not gotten it right. Uh, once over the last 30 years. And I can't say it's a matter of not getting it right. I think it's a matter of, you know, once you pass designation, now it's about the work that you put in. And if you put the work in and you do the grind and you highlight the things that need to be changed or the things that you uh, would like to do, um, you can make that happen. But the point is, is that now everything is towards the primary mm -hmm. in September. As it worked out, you and Mayor Warren each got five uh, uh, committees uh, selecting you, but I guess based on turnout at the last gubernatorial election, whatever like that, th those were weighted, and the weighted vote gave advantage to Mayor Warren. And that's the way that it looks like it's going to turn out. Like I said, we uh, do have our designation uh, 
meeting on the 18th, and uh, we'll wait till that process uh, concludes, and then we'll go forward with what we have to do in terms of uh, victory in September. And for there to be a primary, uh, what has to happen? Um, basically, you um, go out and get your petitions. Um, I forget what the number is, but you ha- go out and go talk to your um, registered Democrats and have them uh, sign a petition for you. Then once you turn your petitions in, there's a process for review, and uh, you're on the ballot, and that uh, will be decided September 12th. Um, if if Mayor Warren uh, is, is ends up being the designated candidate, so she she's there, whatever. If you pass enough petitions, you could create a primary where you would run against her. Rachel Barnhart, also a candidate, she would have to herself pass sufficient petitions to get into that primary. That is correct. And 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 passing the petitions, that amount of organization, that amount of people, that's a pretty large task, isn't it? It is. It's, uh, you know, for the number of uh, petitions that you have to have signed, you have to have a good organization, you have to have a good uh, volunteer core. Um, you have to have people that support you, not just in terms of financially, but in terms of willing to put in the work. And um, we feel that we have a very strong organization and we have no doubt that we're going to be successful. When you go out, you mentioned before off the air that part of the committee process is you've been able to, you know, hear what people have to say and see uh, what are the priorities from where they live. As you talk to people, do you hear much about downtown? No. Um, I think in terms of uh, the main thing you're always going to hear from people, and I've known this for 25, 30 years, is how safe they feel. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what the numbers are in terms of crime. You know, you know, I push numbers. Uh, the current administration pushes numbers. At the end of the day, how do people feel? And I think that in terms of uh, how people feel, they don't feel safe. They feel that, you know, there needs to be more done. I think in terms of uh, the police department, something that uh, for 20 years I suffered with is, you know, staffing. You know, whether it's people out, people sick, people on suspensions, uh, your base number, your authorized strength. And I think that it's important for me that uh, the foundation of my administration will be public safety. You mentioned staffing. Might a larger police department be something you'd call for? When you look at all the things that I'm going to back up a minute. When we talk about policing, you know, everybody says cops should be out walking and they should be engaged. Well, the police department didn't decide that they wanted to be in cars. It was demand for services that put police officers in cars. You know, back in the 50s, you walked, you know, and you engaged with the community. But based on the number of calls for service, we had to put our people in cars to meet those needs. And and we paid a price for that because we lost some of that engagement opportunity. And the way to change that would be to have either fewer calls, which you can't control, or more officers, which with city council, perchance, you could. Yes. I mean, again, you have to determine what your priorities are because, you know, you can do whatever you want within the budget. And what you're going to have to give and take, you know, what are you going to give up to have more cops? What are you going to give up to have more firemen? What are you going to give up to have more libraries or other services that the city provides? But you have to determine what your priorities are. And I'm just telling you what mine are. It's going to be public safety. It's Jim Shepard, a Democrat candidate for mayor. We'll be back a little bit more after the news on News Radio Wham 1180. For continuing coverage of local flooding, how it impacts you, and the root cause of why it's happening, lock it on to Rochester's Severe Weather Station. News Radio, Wham 1180. When you choose a bath and kitchen remodeler, what things do you consider? Reputation? Quality of products? Experience? Well, at Rochester Bath and Kitchen, they only do bathrooms and kitchens. They don't do windows, roofs, siding, or handyman jobs. And maybe that's why Rochester Bath and Kitchen was the 2016 Rochester Choice Award winner for bath and kitchen renovators. So when you're ready to remodel your bathroom or kitchen, call Rochester Bath and Kitchen in East Rochester, 381-1320, or visit rochesterbathandkitchen.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, 
She has split ends. B. Console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Come on down to Running's Grand Opening in Brockport, May 10th through the 14th. Find everything for your home, farm, and the outdoors. Enter for a chance to win from over $20,000 worth of prizes. Join in honoring our senior citizens, military, and police. Enjoy hot dogs and drinks Friday and Saturday, plus a petting zoo Friday through Sunday. Visit runnings.com for details. May 10th through 14th in Brockport. Runnings, your home, farm, and outdoor store. After hundreds of hours of DIY shows, dozens of flooring and upholstery samples, umpteen trips to the hardware store, and a few to urgent care, our basement remodel is almost done. We've been waiting for this. An ESL Home Equity line of credit gives you the financial support to build the dreams you've prepared for. Apply for a special intro rate by May 27th in branch at 336-1000 or at ESL.org. Membership subject to eligibility. ESL is an equal housing lender. As audiologists at Heart Hearing Centers, we know technology changes at a rapid pace. Our team is skilled in providing state-of-the-art hearing care for adults and children. You'll be amazed by the next generation of hearing aids with expanded wireless communication and robust sound. We have solutions for hearing loss and tinnitus that fit every lifestyle and every budget. Learn more at hearthearing.com. you love what you hear at heart. Hearing Centers. This is Steven Tyler. When I wrote Janie's Got a Gun, I was amazed by the outpouring of love from fans. And I wanted to do more. That calling led me to start Janie's Fund. Janie's Fund supports proven programs for restoring lives rocked by abuse, conducted by national nonprofit Youth Villages. If someone you know is suffering from abuse, call the National Abuse Hotline at 1-800-422-4453. Lend your voice and your support by visiting janiesfund.org today. News Radio, Good morning, it's 1030, mostly sunny and 45 in downtown Rochester. I'm Todd Halliday on News Radio WM 1180. This news is a service of Rochester Personal Defense. There's no word of any arrests in a fatal shooting last night on Rochester's northwest side. It happened shortly before 930 on Glendale Park near Dewey Avenue. 22-year-old Larry Morales was brought by private vehicle to Rochester General and was pronounced dead a short time later. Gates police say several undercover drug investigations in the past week have nabbed a total of seven arrests. Police say Raquin Johnson of Rochester sold cocaine and Tammy Jardina of Gates sold cocaine and heroin. Four people face possession charges. One of them, a Rochester woman, is charged with promoting prostitution and the seventh suspect is charged with prostitution. A federal appeals court has not yet ruled on whether President Trump's revised travel ban is constitutional. The fourth U.S. Circuit 
Court of Appeals heard arguments yesterday. In March, a federal judge in Maryland blocked the executive order halting new visas for people from six largely Muslim countries. One issue is whether statements Trump made during the last campaign should figure into the case. And eight more former members of a Penn State fraternity are being arraigned today in the death of a 19-year-old pledge. Authorities allege no one called for help for 12 hours after Timothy Piazza was forced to get drunk and then fell down a flight of stairs. Ten others have already been arraigned following a grand jury investigation. Checking the News Radio Wham 1180 ESL 30 minute ticker. The Dow's up 20 points. The Nasdaq's up 27. News Radio Wham 1180 time 1032. News Radio Wham 1180 traffic. Right now, an accident in Pittsburgh from the Salino and Barnes Traffic Center. If you've been hurt in a car accident, don't wait. Call 8. In Pittsburgh, on Pittsburgh-Menden Road at Pebble Creek Lane, police on scene of a rollover accident there. Also on Scottsville Road at Air Park Drive, police are on scene of a crash. And on 390 northbound, you've got a construction delay between Lehigh Station Road and Calkins Road. The left lane is closed. Watch for a delay back to the thruway. I'm Jeff Wise for News Radio Wham 1180. This report is brought to you by Q, the medical spa at Lindsay House. This Mother's Day, make her day amazing with a gift card from Q, the medical spa, Lindsay House. For a limited time, purchase a $100 gift card and receive a $25 gift voucher towards state-of-the-art beauty treatments. Call Q Med Spa at 244-1010 or visit QMedSpa.com. News Radio Wham 1180 Weather, brought to you by William Matar. Hurt in a car? Call William Matar. The weather for today, we're going to see cloud cover stick around for a pretty good portion of the day, but occasionally there will be some areas getting into some breaks of sun. Highs today will be in the lower 50s. For tonight, starting off mainly cloudy, but then skies are going to clear out overnight, and that's going to allow temperatures to really drop back by quite a bit. We'll see lows in the low to mid-30s, so there is a frost advisory in effect for the Rochester area for tonight. Into tomorrow, looks like a nice day, a cool day, but some sun returns, partly to mostly sunny, highs in the mid-50s. From the 13 Wham Weather Authority, I'm meteorologist Marty Snyder on Rochester's News Weather and Traffic Station, News Radio Wham 1180. Downtown, mostly sunny and 45. This report is brought to you by German Brothers Marina. Ready for one of the most innovative, well-engineered, and best-performing boats imaginable? Not to mention having one of the smoothest rides of any boat? Then you're ready for a Cobalt boat from German Brothers Marina on Canandaigua Lake or GermanBrothers.com. More with Bob Lonsberry just ahead. And for breaking news 24-7, follow us on Twitter at Wham1180. I'm Todd Halliday, News Radio Wham 1180. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Get your tickets now for the Rochester Lilac Festival Craft Beverage Expo, Thursday through Saturday, May 18th through the 20th. Meet old friends and new at Rochester's largest craft beverage tasting event. This event sold out in 2016, so grab your tickets now at rochestereventscom Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. 
For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. In life, who do you trust more? The people who tell you what you want to hear or the people who tell you what you need to hear? At Financial Engines, we believe the same is true for financial advisors. Who would you trust more? The one who tells you what you want to hear? Hey, don't worry about retirement. It'll all work out. Or what you need to hear? If you don't have a plan, you might be planning to fail. At Financial Engines, we believe that everyone deserves to achieve their financial goals. And now that the Mutual Fund Store and Financial Engines have joined forces, our advisors are more equipped than ever to help you create a comprehensive financial plan for your future. Right now, for a limited time, get a free portfolio review from an experienced local advisor when you visit FinancialEngines.com or call today. This is Sam Mazzola with Financial Engines in Rochester and Canandaigua. Let's talk about the financial goals that are important to you, and together we'll develop a plan to help make them happen. Call me at 585-244-3000 or visit financialengines.com. Do you need an x-ray, mammogram, ultrasound, or advanced imaging procedure? Visit Rochester Regional Health's Alexander Park Imaging Center that's conveniently located in downtown Rochester. We offer comprehensive, state-of-the-art imaging services for men, women, and children, and extended hours for mammography, including Saturdays. Call 585-922-X-RAY or go to rochesterregional.org slash alexanderparkimaging. Education is the key to a stronger future. Join iBureau and celebrate success on Saturday, June 17th at the Floriano Riverside Convention Center. This gala features live music from the Mambo Kings, a live auction, and help support iBureau's Early Childhood Center. Call 256-8900 for tickets. Broadcasting from the NOCO Natural Gas and Electric Studios, this is News Radio, Wham 1180, an iHeart Radio station. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. Got two country boys here in the studio. You grew up where, sir? Uh, went to high school in Wayland, grew up in Springwater. That's the way. Uh, we're speaking with Jim Shepard, Democrat candidate for uh, mayor of the city of Rochester. Do you real quickly want to tell your hitchhiking story? Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. I uh, When I graduated from high school in 1973, I... Uh, me and a friend of mine decided to hitchhike to California. I had family that lived out there, and uh, we decided to go see them. Uh, we wanted to do Route 66, and so we uh, hitchhiked. took us three days to get there. What stood out for me was that, one, people picked us up. We went all the way across this country in three days. Um, it was a wonderful experience. People would pick us up, take us home, feed us. Some places they'd have you spend the night, then make sure in the morning you were back on the highway where you wanted to go. and. You put your thumb out and got to where you want it to be. Um, I think I told you about my Oklahoma story where cops pulled up on us and said, you can't hitchhike in Oklahoma. And we said, okay. And they said, start walking. And then they followed us about two miles an hour until we walked about two miles, and then they went on about their business. <laughs> <laughs> here's the, here's the, not to be a smart like you, you were black then, right? Yes, I was still black then, too, uh, how, since birth. How, how did America do? Because you went Route 66 out, and you came the northern uh, uh, route, Salt Lake, Nebraska, such like that, on the way back, uh, it, through areas that largely had very few African-American people. It was a different time. It was a different era. How, how did people treat you? People were great. Like I said, uh, everybody we interacted with was very positive. Nobody was negative. Nobody was afraid of us, and we weren't afraid of anybody. And like I said, uh, if people picked you up, they might take you five miles. They might take you... 150 miles, depending on where they were going. But uh, 
You had some great opportunities to conversate with people that you normally wouldn't have the opportunity to engage. And it was a great experience. Speaking with Jim Shepard, Democrat candidate for mayor of the city of Rochester, you mentioned public safety will be your top priority. I can think of three different mayors who I've heard give inaugural speeches, and they, in different words, have pointed to three things. It's public safety and then economic development and quality of the schools. Uh, Those other two pieces of that pie, economic development and quality of the schools, what about those, sir? In terms of economic development, I think that um, we've sort of missed the mark over the last three years. Um, One of the things that I would want to do is make sure we had an economic development commissioner that was very experienced, and he had a team around him that uh, knew business. And I think it would be very important to um, work with our uh, business community and our developers so that we we had a unified vision in terms of where this city's going to go. That's number one. In terms of education, I think we've, uh, in a way, we've missed a mark. Um, you know, we focused on the graduation rate, which at this point in time is around 50, 47%. It might go up uh, in uh, August to 53%, point being uh, it's unacceptable. I think it's very important that we f- not just get kids through high school, <coughs> but we get kids either going to college or prepared for the workforce. And I, I think we have kids that graduate from high school that are not prepared to go to the workforce. And then what jobs are they going to get? You know, I don't think we should have kids that are prepared to go work um, fast food restaurants. They should be prepared to work in the trades. They should be exposed to those opportunities because so many of our kids don't know that those jobs exist. Mm -hmm. And when you think about certain trades, uh, you can live very well, you know, being a plumber or electrician and much better you can, uh, say, working in the fast food field or doing some of the other things that kids tend to get into once they graduate from high school without going on to college. 100%. Um, and there's that sort of, uh, you know, competition, it seems, for development. Some folks are wildly in love with downtown. Other people say, yeah, but walk a mile that direction and tell those people that this has relevance for them. What's the balance, sir? Well, one thing that I embraced at the time and uh, didn't realize how important it was was, uh, you know, Bill Johnson had um, neighbors building neighborhoods. And I think that that put an emphasis on the community and in the neighborhoods. And I think I want to have that same focus where it's not just about development. It's not just about what Shepard wants to build or what I want to say I did. I think it's about giving the neighborhoods the resources, helping them develop leaders so that they can help drive some of this stuff and then giving them support so that they can uh, be self-determined in what goes on in their neighborhoods. Speaking with Jim Shepard, a candidate for mayor of the city of Rochester, this is an odd question. I don't know if you have a thought on it, but, uh, you, through your life, uh, a law enforcement officer, and you've remained physically robust. Uh, I presume you have some kind of exercise regimen or something. Since you left, uh, you've engaged, uh, at least, or you were with the Dale Carnegie thing. And if anybody looks at you on Facebook, whatever like that, you're often uh, posting little bits of wisdom that would help a person be a better person. Um, in portions of the city, all of us could stand to be better physically and, and internally, morally. Is there a leadership role for the mayor? Um, to again, I know physical fitness may not seem to be a thing, but you know there are, there are plagues of diabetes in this city. You know, is there a role for a mayor to help people to be better morally and physically? Um, I think that is the role of leadership, no matter what the organization is. You know, whether it's the police department, the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. You know, the role of a leader is to work with people to make them better. And I think people don't get better just by reading books. They don't get better just by you know uh, going to college or taking courses. They get better by Spiritually, physically, um, intellectually, stimulation. On the uh, uh, you talk about public safety, 
uh, there's a call out there. We need to have some different sort of civilian review, and it needs to have subpoena power, and it needs to have some sort of superior disciplining authority over officers of the department. What do you think about that, sir? Um, I'm not against um, civilian oversight. I think we, we have civilian oversight right now. Um, I've watched the transition, the transformation of that oversight over the last 35 years. You know, when I came in, there was no civilian oversight. It was just police department did its thing. Uh, then they included a civilian in that process. Then it went to two civilians and then three civilians as part of the CRB process. I think that um, looking at where we are in the country today, obviously we're going to transform some more. There's going to be an evolution. But I do believe that, you know, from my perspective, I think that the, the chief of police should be the one to make the determination in terms of uh, discipline. I mean, you hire the chief. If you don't like what he's doing, you get rid of the chief. But it should be his responsibility to run that organization. And that organization should be run based on the chief's vision and based on his um, position relative to his values, his character. And if, the, if you have a good leader, that's what's going to transcend down the organization. Um, in terms of the oversight, um, I think that um, a police officer doesn't care who's looking at them as long as they're fair. And I would feel that, you know, if we went to a system where um, civilian oversight was in play, all they'd want is a fair and impartial investigation. I always thought that city council and the mayor are civilian review board oversight. I mean, we've, it's, we, we, we vote for people to watch the police department. Um, obviously, that's part of their role. Uh, and right now, I think we're in a process where, you know, city council has decided they're going to you know, use their subpoena power and, and review an investigation. I'll tell you this, I, I have tremendous faith in, um, particularly in uh, Simonelli and his team, doing an, an investigation to its uh, very thorough and complete. And I think at the end of their oversight, they're going to look at it and say, you know what, the conclusions they reached were the correct conclusion. 100%. I agree completely. Um, uh, another area where people look, uh, or the city administration has recently looked, is up at uh, Shalott. And, you know, we're gonna, it was going to be a big tower, and we've got a, a marina, all this, that, and the other. What, what's, what, what's the role of city government up there? Well, again, you know, I talk about um, neighbors building neighborhoods. I think that the neighborhoods should have it should have had a significant role in determining what was going to happen in Shalott. Obviously, I think the community was uh, embraced the marina portion of it. I think there was some uh, disagreement relative to the tower uh, that was going to be built. I think that based on the information that I've had from some of the other people that were involved in that process, uh, it was not a um, inclusive process. There was just a decision made, and uh, obviously over time it proved to be the wrong decision because the developer couldn't uh, put the cash on the table that was required to make that deal happen. Again, I think it's very important, you know, in, in a community that as opposed to a leader saying, this is what I'm going to do or this is what I want to do, it should be, what are we going to do? How are we going to make this happen? And, and what do we want to see? And one thing that I think is very important is have that vision. You know, if you have a vision about what should happen, collectively you can make it happen. You know, one thing that stands out for me is let's take the interlude. I would have a vision of saying going from Monroe Avenue to East Main Street where Collectively, we determine what that is going to look like as opposed to partial by partial asking for a request and somebody builds something not knowing what the entire picture is going to look like. Would you have filled in the inner loop without knowing what you're going to put there? I don't think it's a matter of um, filling it in and not knowing. I think you fill it in and then from there you develop your vision. Once you have your vision, now it's easier for people to say, okay, you know what? I want to build that movie theater that's going there. I'm going to build the hotel that's going to go there. I'm going to build the retail store. But they already know what the landscape is. 
one thing you don't want to do is build something <clears throat> and then somebody puts something next to you that may not be good for your business. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important to uh, have that interaction and, and let people work together. What do you think about the uh, selection of uh, this uh, apartment tower and performing arts center for the so-called Parcel 5? Well, it's in terms of the process, you know, one of the things that I've, I've railed about is the lack of transparency. I think if you have an RFP process, you follow the RFP process. And, you know, this thing closed pretty much back in September. Uh, they went through whatever reviews they were going to go through. Um, I think um, <laughs> I think the, the process got played a little bit because, as you know, um, in the original process, uh, I think Arnie had put on the table that there was an anonymous donor that was going to put $25 million in. That was, back, that was known back in September. Then I think about a month ago or six weeks ago, it came out again who that donor was, and that changed you know, how the decision-making process was going to go. And then obviously uh, another decision was made or a decision was made to go with that uh, proposal. I think if you have a fair process, you have a process that you actually follow and that's transparent, people know what they have to do to meet the requirements of the RFP. You know if they met the requirements of the RFP, it should be pretty obvious who's going get to get the process. And I think you have to be fair in terms of how you do it. I don't care whether it's a performing arts center or retail or um, a tower, but I think that you have to do it in a way that makes sure that it can be accomplished. One of the things that I think is lacking in this proposal right now is, okay, where's your money going to come from? Because that has not been determined in terms of above and beyond what Galasano is going to put in. If, if, if they don't get the money in a timely fashion, would you consider that process reopened or? Um, I think if at, at the end of the day. If, if you become mayor in January, sir. At the end of the day, if that process doesn't work or, you know, if they can't come up with the funds, you have to redo your RFP process. And again, I think that if you want people to really come with great ideas, one, have a vision. Two, have a process that they can have faith in in which they, it's transparent, they know what the requirements are, and they know based on meeting those requirements that they stand an opportunity to be successful. Outstanding. It's Jim Shepard back with him and you in just a moment on News Radio Wham 1180. As the world seemingly spins out of control, it's scary. It's terrible. Get a handle on it with the news you need to stay informed. At the top and 30 minutes past the hour, and breaking news as it happens 24 7. News Radio Wham 1180. You know, the good people at Rochester Highbridge uh, at the Elmwood Dental Group. Uh, have been able to put smiles on people's faces and usable teeth back in their mouths uh, at a, a level of, of excellence and comfort that I think are pretty impressive uh, to you. Uh, whether you just lost a tooth or whether you uh, had them knocked out so many decades ago, whether it's just a gap or whether you've had uh, some sort of dental appliance in there, i.e. dentures or a partial plate, it doesn't matter. Uh, the implant technology developed by Rochester Highbridge at the Elma Dental Group will take good care of you. Now, listen, they have uh, a seminar coming up. It's a free evening meeting where you can just sit, get the information, hear what they have to say, ask whatever question you might. It's 461-4949, 461-4949, rochesterhybridge.com, spelled H-Y-B-R-I-D-G-E, Rochester Highbridge at the Elmwood Dental Group. Prices are for base buildings only. Do not include windows, doors, or accessories. The economic recovery we've all been waiting for is finally here. Stocks are soaring, and construction spending across America has been on the rise. If you've been waiting to build, the time is now. Whether you want to expand your business or you want to build a new garage, call General Steel today at 877-93-STEEL. Our metal building kits bolt together quickly and are custom designed for your needs. For example, a 40 by 60 is a great space for an auto shop, RV and camper storage, or three-car garage. 
And if you call General Steel today, it's on sale now for under $25,000. Or imagine a 50 by 100 clear span building for under $40,000. Suitable for the booming warehousing industry, manufacturing facilities, or a church sanctuary. That's 5,000 square feet for $8 or less per foot. Call now, 877-93-STEEL. With construction in high demand, this special pricing won't last long. Call to lock your building price today at 877-93-STEEL. That's 877-937-8335. Here's some useful shopping advice. Never go grocery shopping when you're super hungry. Always buy shoes on sale, and when they're not. And never buy a vehicle without pre-qualifying for your best rate at Advantage. I mean, why add to the stress? Instead, just shop for the vehicle you want, and don't worry about whether you'll get a good rate. You'll already have your best rate locked in. Advantage is banking made simple. Membership subject to eligibility. Federally insured by NCUA. Limited time offer. Smart banking. Sunscape Farms and Greenhouse is now open for the season. We're celebrating spring by giving you a free pack of vegetable plants or flowers just for stopping in and mentioning this ad. One free pack of plants per customer. We're open daily on Maiden Lane in Greece and Creek Street in Penfield. Sunscape Farms is your local source for beautiful flowers, hanging baskets, herbs, and Mother's Day plants. Be sure to check us out online at sunscapefarms.com. Offer is only good until May 20, so stop and visit Sunscape Farms and Greenhouses today. I ride because I'm a mom. I'm a teacher, and I ride for my students. We're riding together. For our grandkids. I'm riding for my friend's child who's missing. We're riding to keep our children safer. Join us. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children hosts the Rochester Ride for Missing Children, Friday, May 19th. Register for the 50 or 100-mile options at ride.missingkids.com. Come on down to Running's Grand Opening in Brockport, May 10th through the 14th. Find everything for your home, farm, and the outdoors. Enter for a chance to win from over $20,000 worth of prizes. Join in honoring our senior citizens, military, and police. Enjoy hot dogs and drinks Friday and Saturday, plus a petting zoo Friday through Sunday. Visit runnings.com for details. May 10th through 14th in Brockport. Runnings, your home, farm, and outdoor store. It's the big spring cleaning sale at Hep Sales in North Main Lumber. They got to make room for new stuff. With over 7,000 items marked down, you'll save up to 75% off Hep's already low prices. Check out all the deals at HepSales.com. Get your new roof at TonyTheRoofer.com. Rochester's Traffic Station. News Radio. Wham! 1180. They were playing this back in uh, 74 when this young man here was uh, newly graduated out of Wayland Central School. Um, it, it, you're knocking on the door. Uh, there's a, a potential voter. What do you tell them? What do you want people to know about you? Um, one thing I'd, I'd want them to know is uh, where I come from. And when I say where I come from, it's not just the police department or the police chief. You know, that's the quick thing that people recognize. Oh, I saw you on the news or whatever, or I've seen your face on this TV show. Um, at the end of the day, I want them to know who I am, where I, where I came from. And I came up um, working for state, working for youth development. Um, as a police officer and as a, a police executive, um, my focus was on youth because I realized that, you know, no, all this stuff we talk about, crime, poverty, jobs, um, we really have to focus on our youth to make a change. And so I want them to know that, that that's who I am. Those are the things that I have done. Those are the things that I do. And, you know, the things that I do right now, which relate to youth development, I do because that is my passion. And so I want people to know that I really do care. I'm not running for office because I have a desire to be somebody. I have a desire to make a change. Uh, 
Real quick, the TV show you referenced is what? Uh, Live PD. And you were on that as their expert police guest for, I mean, you, you helped launch the program and you, you left it as you, as you took up this campaign. Yes, and it was a phenomenal opportunity because I think a lot of times when people look at police shows or they look at the news and see something that police do and they jump to conclusions about why they did it, um, it gave us an opportunity to articulate training, um, the thought process, um, some of the things that we look for that make, you know, for an average citizen might not look suspicious, but to us it does look suspicious and therefore an officer is going to take some action. And I think it's important for people to have those understandings because a lot of things that we're dealing with in this nation today has to do with people not understanding and, and reaching conclusions that may not be based in, in sound uh, judgment. But they, you can't blame them for that because they haven't been exposed to the things that the officers go through. Week after week, you explained to millions of Americans what was happening in a police situation. Something comes up in the city of Rochester, if you're the mayor, you can explain what happened. And I'll say this, too. And I don't think it would be my job to explain that. Again, I think that that's the chief's job. And I think it's very important in terms of leadership. When you appoint somebody to a position um, to head an agency or head a department for you, you hold them accountable for what goes on and how they do it. And you let them explain it because I think it's very important for the community to realize, particularly in law enforcement, who's in charge, who's providing for, who's providing for my safety. And I think people want to be able to look at that individual and have faith in them. And I think it's important for the mayor or whoever is over that person to step back and let them lead. Do you think that there's, and you hear the music, do you think there's a problem currently in the relationship between the mayor and the chief? Um, one thing I've said, and I'm not afraid to say it, I, I don't think that somebody runs the police department. I think that, you know, the mayor believes that that's her job. And I think that based on his experience, the man is super knowledgeable. Um, he has had the opportunity to show who he is. He, I agree. He's a, he's a great man, a great police administrator who, who has, the situation has gone poorly because he's being puppet mastered, I think. Boom. Uh, is there a website, sir? Yes, there is. A website is www.shepherdforrochester.com. Right, tell us how to spell shepherd. S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. That's the man. That's Jim Shepard, uh, uh, possible next mayor of the city of Rochester. Appreciate you, sir. God bless you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, you betcha. We'll be back right after the news with Adam Chodak on News Radio Wham 1180. Sir, thank you, my friend. We want to bring Kim Jong-un to his senses, not to his knees. With international tensions as precarious as ever, you can keep connected with updates at the top and 30 minutes past the hour. News Radio Wham! 1180. We're riding to keep our children safer. Join us! The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children hosts the Rochester Ride for Missing Children, Friday, May 19th. Register for the 50 or 100-mile options at ride.missingkids.com. This iHeartRadio Money Matters is brought to you by Bob Schnall and Tom Burke of Compass Financial Group. Many types of insurance, such as auto or life, give you the flexibility of paying monthly or quarterly. Isn't that swell? Maybe not. Did you know this convenience comes with a price? It's common practice to multiply the monthly payment by a very small, hardly noticeable percentage. But over time, it really adds up. A family with a few cars and life insurance for two adults could pay hundreds or thousands of dollars over a few years. So, when possible, ask about a discount if you pay the policy in a lump sum for a year. Always remember, long before millionaires got good at making money, they were exceptional at saving money. This iHeartRadio Money Matters has been brought to you by Bob Schnall and Tom Burke of Compass Financial Group. Compass Financial Group is offering complimentary, no-obligation retirement checkups. Call Compass Financial Group to reserve your meeting, and you'll receive a $100 certificate to Black & Blue, 585-419-2311. Securities offered through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC. 
Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Have you heard of property tax lien certificates? Robert Kiyosaki and President Trump have written books on this fixed double-digit rate investment. Don't outlive your money. Protect your IRA from volatile markets. Invest in municipal-issued fixed rates. Call Cornerstone, a professional tax lien trading firm. Call 800-222-INFO. 800-222-INFO. That's 800-222-INFO. Summer's gonna be here before you know it. CA Swim and Leisure now and still get preseason pricing at above ground pools, patio furniture, and jacuzzis. And if you act fast enough, you'll be near the top of A Swim and Leisure's early install list, too. You know what it's been like lately. This summer's likely to be another scorcher, so get to A Swim and Leisure to make sure your backyard paradise is ready. Life is good. Enjoy yourself. Ace. All four stores and a swim.com. Why does a local museum rely on Tompkins Bank of Castile? Because they employ local people, serve local customers, and make decisions locally like we do. Tompkins Bank of Castile, locally focused, a world of possibilities. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. WHAM, Rochester.